Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Aloha and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Swanson, and I'm so glad you're with us today. So guys, I have a question. Where do you run to at the end of a day or when times get tough, when you're feeling stressed, when you just want to chill out, maybe numb your brain? Now, if you're honest here, some of you are thinking of Netflix. Others are thinking of a glass of wine. You might scroll through social media aimlessly, or maybe you turn to something sweet hidden away that the kids don't even know about. (laughs) Well, most of us, most of you listening probably want to run to the Lord, but if you're honest, there's other things that are just so convenient that might grab our attention, numb our brains, and meet our temporary needs. Well, today we're going to talk about that. And yes, we're going to talk about sugar, but this isn't just about sugar. This is about a whole lot more than that. And I think you're going to love this conversation with my friend, Wendy Speak, a very regular guest on the show. Today we are celebrating with Wendy as her brand new book, The 40 Day Sugar Fast, releases if things all go as planned today as this is this podcast episode releases her book should be now available everywhere so i do hope you get your hands on her book but i think wendy and my conversation will encourage you regardless of if you think you've got an issue with sugar or not we're going to talk about things that are really relevant to all of us moms so i hope you enjoy now i am going to share one more review from apple podcast because i love to read and share your reviews and i so appreciate them today is actually just a short and sweet one i love it because this is how simple it is, guys. You can just go over to wherever you're listening, just hit those stars and maybe leave one sentence like this. Shannon W-I-L says, uh, well, she titles it, Moms Need Encouragement Too. She gave me five stars and she said, want to feel supported and uplifted in your role as a mom? Give Monica a listen. There we go. I love it. Thank you so much, Shannon. That really means a lot to me. And again, guys, thank you so much for all the ways you share my podcast and show me your support. It means so much. Well, as you listen, I ought to be wrapping up my final week in Portugal. I am recording this early because I have no idea how technology will be over there. Um, But if you haven't already followed along, I hope you can hop on Instagram and follow Luke and I as he's competing in a surf contest and we're having a really hopefully fun adventure. You can follow me at Monica Swanson underscore and Luke is at Luke Swanson underscore. And then I'll be back next week with another episode. So thank you so much for being here. Without further ado, I'm going to let you listen in as Wendy and I have a really encouraging conversation. Here you go. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for coming back on and joining us today. Ah, sweet. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Yes, I have been 
so looking forward to this conversation um, as I've been anticipating the release of your new book, The 40 Day Sugar Fast. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. You know, we've been doing this for a number of years as an annual fast. So the fact that we're actually going to have a resource that I can share with others is just really exciting. So, but we'll talk about all of that, but thank you. Yes, I am so excited. I'm such a fan. I've been following you doing this for years. And so I'm super, super excited. Now for everyone listening, I'm linking in show notes to all of the past episodes. Wendy's been with us here four times already. So she's basically, you know, my co-host or something like that. Right, Wendy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'm going to give them a little inside scoop. So Monica, in the days leading up to launching this podcast, was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Wendy, what why don't you do it with me? And I said, no, Monica, put in the title with Monica Swanson and friends. And I just promise that I will be one of your friends many times, but you can <laughs> do this. So everybody tell Monica that she's doing it and she's doing it well, but I'm so glad to be a recurring guest. Absolutely. That brought me such security. So <laughs> you've been such an encouragement to me. Well, we have done Q&As. We've talked about raising boys. Today, we transition a little bit, but we're on a topic that's very much related to parenting and all the other things we've talked about. Because, Wendy, one of the things I bring up all the time is my love for your book that you co-authored with Amber Leah called Triggers. And that book is really about um, about anger and parenting and finding gentler responses to our kids. And I believe, maybe you can share the backstory, but triggers and going through that maybe in a private Facebook group is what led you to what you're doing now. Can you tell us that story? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Monica and Amber Leah and I actually all wrote for a website. This was starting, oh, I don't know what, five years ago that was called mm -hmm. the Mob Society, which isn't around anymore, but Mob stood for Mothers of Boys. So we mm -hmm. all fell in that category. And um, Brooke McLaughlin, who's been one of your guests, um, she was the woman heading it up and she was getting so many emails from people saying, I'm struggling with angry responses to my kids and I don't want to. So Brooke asked um, the group, would anyone be willing to start a private Facebook group for moms who are struggling with anger? And Amber Leah said yes. And mm. so many women flooded in that Amber said, um, I need a partner. And I said, mm. okay, I can sort of relate to feeling angry <laughs> at my kids. So I'll help. And in that group, we just, we shared scenarios from our own life. We shared scriptures. We shared prayers. Very similar to the Facebook group that we now have called Gentle Parenting with Amber and Wendy. Mm -hmm. But it was in this original Facebook group where one day I asked, what are your triggers? What are the things that are making you angry? Mm -hmm. And everyone started talking about their triggers. And the very next day, Amber hopped in and started talking about not how do we get our kids to do right so we won't be triggered, but what do we do in those scenarios mm -hmm. where we are triggered? Anyway, so we went through it in that group just as a very impromptu, natural um, I think that the word we use today is organic, you know, it just kind of mm -hmm. happened. Yes. And then by the end of it, people were saying, can you put this together as a book? And that's where the book triggers exchanging parents, angry reactions for gentle biblical responses came out of, mm -hmm. but it was in the midst of all of that for those couple of years um, that one day I said, Hey, what would happen if we fasted from sugar for 40 days? Now, this isn't just a physical detox. 
This would be a spiritual fast. Um, but what would happen physically if we got off of sugar? Because we see what happens to our children, right? They come home oh. from a friend's birthday party and their their lips are stained with red Kool-Aid and there's black around their mouth from the black <laughs> dye in the cake icing and they're oh. all hyped up and they're they're awful. <laughs> they're yes, awful. bouncing off the walls. And then they're crying uh -huh. and then they keep coming out of bed and then it's my life is awful. And I just, you know, all the deep feelings. <laughs> totally been there, done that. Right. And then we, we think, well, I am definitely not going to buy my kid another Slurpee on the way home from the beach. Right. You like, right. You, you set these boundaries around what you're going to feed your children because you can see mm. what happens to them. Yes. So I said in the same group for moms who are struggling, what would happen if we got ourselves off of sugar? Would we be able to cope with their meltdowns without melting down? Would we wow. be able to deal with their wrong behavior without joining them in wrong emotional behavior of our own? Yeah. And um, and this is not just six years of doing this now. I can tell you because I'm on day nine of the fast right now. I'm, That's right. <laughs> I've been going through it. Um, that it's working now. I mean, I was just this last weekend surprised at how calm and how mm. kind I was to my children who were struggling wow. with um, work they had fallen behind on and they needed to stay home from some fun events this weekend to um, to get their work done. And yeah. they were upset, but I wasn't. Mm. I mean, all, yeah. it seems like a no-brainer, right? Of course, why right. would you be upset? It's their schoolwork. But when I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew mm -hmm. <laughs> or, you yeah. know, sweet creamer in my coffee or the leftover brownies for breakfast. <laughs> I have a harder time staying for calm sure. and kind when my kids struggle. So that's where, that's where it was birthed. Oh. I did not have a great plan, but God did. I, I love that story. I'm curious that first year, and I remember when you guys started that first year, remind me of what the response was. Did a lot of women join right away or did it take some time to pick up momentum? Oh, it's such a, that's a great question. So I told you, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I didn't have a plan here, right? Sure. This was not some great master plan. I'm like, this will be great. This will really engage people, you know? Right, right. So yeah. it was completely off the cuff. I mean, seriously, like in that day, in that moment, I wrote, hey, what would happen if we fasted for 40 <laughs> sugar for 40 days? Why don't we do it starting, um, I don't know, next week? Totally. And uh, maybe I'll throw a couple blog posts up. So I have yep. no way of really tracking what the response was. They didn't have to sign up or anything. So right. that first year, I would be at um, walking across the campus at, at uh, one of my kids would be at a class day that, that day. And I'd have a mom walk by and say, oh, I'm doing the 40-day sugar fast with you. Mm -hmm. And that was my first time going, oh, people are really doing this. Like I know some people are commenting in the Facebook group, but people that know me are doing this. And then mm -hmm. I went to Trader Joe's one afternoon and someone I didn't know came up and said, are you Wendy Speak? I'm fasting with you. Let's shop Aww. together for the right things. And Yay. I just started getting aware that, okay, people are doing it. So the next year um, I started getting emails. Can we fast again? Mm -hmm. That radically, radically impacted not only my parenting, but my marriage. Mm -hmm. And more than that, my faith. And so mm. we'll have a, a chance to talk about that oh my goodness. component as well. But that year, the one of the people that emailed said, can we like sign up for it so that we get emails as well? 
Yeah. And uh, I said, well, that sounds like a good idea. Again, no <laughs> real great master plan. So we did that. And I think about 1,500 people signed up. And the next year, 4,000 people signed up. And the next year, 8,000 people. And then last year, 15,000 people oh, were fasting together. Goodness. And Amazing. the focus has gone, okay, we're doing a physical detox here. It is going to affect so much. Yeah. However, this is a spiritual fast. And our catchphrase has been, we are fasting from sugar and we are feasting on Jesus. Mm -hmm. And because you are a wonderful um, nutritionist and you speak to all <laughs> things health related as well, you know that one of the best ways to crowd out sugar is by eating healthy food, right? That's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. So th this, when you're fasting, you're crowding out in this case, sugar, but not by ingesting more healthy food, though you do do that. Sure. But by ingesting more of God and his word. So instead of running to the next sugar high, we start running to the most high. And he yeah. is the one that doesn't just transform our diet. And he doesn't just transform our reactions to our kids. He actually changes our lives. He transforms yes. our lives. Well, he does. And, and he does through you so powerfully. And I'm so thankful that this is now in a resource everyone can get literally their hands on because even last year, going through the sugar fast with your group, with the 15,000 women, your daily writings, I would just read them and be like, oh my goodness, this is just, and I'd be brought to tears by just the powerful mm. scripture put to the situations we're walking through as moms. And yes, it's a sugar fast, but I'm telling you listeners, whether or not you deal with sugar, this is a powerful, powerful um, journey that you can join Wendy and so many others on. And I'm just so excited. I'm giddy. I'm really I'm, excited. I'm really excited too. You know, when you make a, um, a meal that you followed a recipe and then mm -hmm. people are like, oh my goodness, your whatever chicken Parmesan is the best in the world. And then you mm -hmm. can honestly say, I know, right? I love it so <laughs> <Yes>. much. <laughs> yes. And that's sort of how I feel with this book. I feel like I just kind of followed a recipe. I mm -hmm. mean, I just followed where the Lord led us. And so right. I don't take a lot of ownership. So I really appreciate you saying that the writing is beautiful and, you know, it's deeply <sighs> so impactful. Good. But I'm just like, I know it's the fasting, though. You guys, yeah. this doesn't just change your diet. It really does change your life. There was one year we did it. And people were having miraculous physical healings. Mm. There was another year that we did it and people were testifying left and right about marriages. I mean, I'm covered in goosebumps just sharing yeah. with you. Marriages being restored. And that is the power of fasting. So the hook is that we all know that we run to the pantry at three o'clock in the afternoon and we reach mm -hmm. to the back and grab that handful of chocolate chips that we all have some variation of what I'm talking <laughs> about here to get us through. So we all know we've got this, this sweet tooth that um, probably isn't good for us physically or even relationally, but I'm suggesting maybe it's not good for us spiritually as well. So let's yeah. fast. Oh, I love it. It's so good. It's so powerful. And, and I'd love to hear more stories, parenting stories. Tell me what some of the women, do most women um, have their whole family try to take a sugar fast or how does this play out for the moms who are looking for some help? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I didn't anticipate that question. However, <laughs> I love it. I love it because most people sign up for themselves and then they write me a message like around week one saying, 
it's so hard. My husband's eating all the food and my kids are complaining that I haven't been making desserts and what do I do? Mm. And so most women sign up for themselves. However, mm. it's wonderful, wonderful. And I always encourage them, invite your friends to do it with you. And then over the course of the years that we've been fasting together, women started inviting their families. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you got to have a husband who's like, yeah, I'll support you in this. Right. It's the amazing. And I almost want to go and open up some emails right now. I won't. I'll just, I'll just tell you what they say. I got one just yesterday because I'm going through it right now with a small group as, as we, um, go through the launch of the book out into the world. I have a small group of people fasting and going through it with me. And one woman wrote me a letter just yesterday. And she said, um, here's what's going on in my life. However, my husband came home and he had had the hardest work day and so many challenges. And he was unloading on me and all of my triggers of wanting to go and stress eat were, mm -hmm. you know, totally kicking in. And and then he went and poured himself, I don't know, a glass of whiskey or something, some drink. And as we were, I was fighting my cravings and, and he was giving into his, we realized that in our stress, we were, turn, we were each turning to something. Mm -hmm. And it was then that he said, you know what? I think during the stress, especially, I see that you're fasting from sugar. I see that I turned to alcohol. I'm going to mm -hmm. join you for the rest of this 40-day fast mm -hmm. and not turn to alcohol. And wow. Well, it's the first time I've ever heard it in the context of a husband seeing oh, it like that. That's beautiful. But what one of the main themes during our fasts, and you've seen it before, is that we don't just camp out on sugar. Like sure. it starts with sugar and then the Lord just totally does a thing in our lives yep. where we start seeing everything else. Oh, totally. Everything else we run to when we could be running to him. Well, that makes so much sense because I think sometimes um, my husband and I will find ourselves on the couch at the end of a long day, just mindlessly scrolling through social oh, yeah. media. And, and my husband isn't even on social media, but he, he runs my son's surfing account and he'll just go on to like check his son's surfing, but it's such a numbing numbing device sometimes. And there's alcohol, there's Netflix. I mean, I'm sure you have heard the gamut of different things that people are recognizing are strongholds in their life. Yeah. You know, during the 40 day sugar fast, the one thing that I hear more than anything else is social media mm -hmm. where women will say, I'm so glad I signed up for this, but you know what this has become? It's become really a social media fast because once you're convicted, and you're fasting, uh, we just say, throw it on the altar, you know, yes. just so throw good. it on the altar. You've laid down your sugar. What else is there? What else is there? <laughs> I love that. And I know that, you know, God created us to be worshipers. So I often tell my boys, you will always be worshiping something. We are created to worship God, but if you're not worshiping God, there's something else on that throne. And I think in the same way, we are broken people. We are so needy and we're going to turn to something. And if we haven't trained our hearts to turn to the Lord, then there's going to be something there. So this is just radical. I think this yeah, can change. That is the word. Life. And I know you're a surfer girl from uh, Hawaii here, but so the word rad can come out of your mouth a little bit more than some <laughs> other people. But that is the word that I have used to talk about these 40 day fasts that we've done. They're yeah. radical. They're life changing. They're not just diet changing. 
So when we're doing them and we're convicted that there's something else and I say, okay, throw it on the altar. These women know exactly what I'm referring to. God has called us to a living sacrifice, to be a living sacrifice, not a sugar sacrifice, not a social media sacrifice. He really wants all of us. And what I see happens is that um, we invite God in. We give Mm -hmm. up our sugar and we invite him into those emptied out places and he comes into our lives and he says, thanks for the sugar, but I want it all. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me talk to you about the way you turn to a glass of wine as soon as it's five o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let me talk <laughs> to you about the way that you, you used the word, um, Monica numbing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that you turn to your social media or your online games or texting just yeah. to, it's like self-medicating on the hard days, you know, yes. Yes. Um, rather than dealing with the trigger of mm-hmm. the kids or whatever the stress is, the work, yeah. um, the loneliness, you know, we talk a lot about our food triggers. What are the things that we're running to and why? Well, I feel lonely. I feel not included. I feel like I wasn't successful today. I just need a stinking win and a bowl yeah. of ice cream feels like a win. I'm bored. And we start dealing with these things and it's not just sugar. It's the social media, it's alcohol, you know, it's all the things But you mentioned also that, um, you, you talk to your kids about how we're always worshiping something. And I think that's a great conversation, but we started this podcast conversation. You, uh, you and I did by talking about how our our giving up sugar can affect our parenting, right? We mm-hmm. become calm and kind, kind. Yes. But another way that it affects our parenting is we're leading them by example oh. to take those things off the throne of our lives yeah. and start again, not seeking the sugar high, but the most high, not running to social media, but really getting social with the Lord and one another. Mm-hmm. And um, and the kids are seeing us, not just yes. experiencing us changing, but we're modeling it. And as in all things, when we mature, we invite them to mature with us. Mm, Totally. Oh, I absolutely love all of that. I'm such a believer in, you know, the idea that kids pick up more from what we do than what we say. And even if it's hard, even if they see us struggle, they're seeing us do hard things. They're seeing us challenge ourselves to, to do what's right, which is turn to the Lord and not to the things that can ensnare us and entrap us. Um, I just this fall, I've been working on um, some other outside of sugar, even um, some other health changes because I've got this genetically high cholesterol that I'm trying really hard to get down before I have yes. to on medication. And I loved it. My 18 year old son the other day was like, mom, I'm going to start making the changes that you're making because I really want to live it. a long time. And you know, I have grandparents that died of heart disease and, and my son just kind of hit an age where it all started to connect where he said, I'm going to make some of the same changes, mom. Mm. And, um, I realized then that I hadn't told him to, but he was just observing and realizing the importance of that. And I think sugar, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a licensed nutritionist by any stretch, but I, I do love learning about nutrition and I, I don't know everything about sugar, but there's really not a whole, whole lot good in it. Right. I mean, right. I, I've, I've heard, you know, that sugar is really what cancer feeds on. I yes. know that so, sugar, well, it's not just cancer. I mean, there are so many diseases that, that 
feed, they grow off of sugar and not just diseases like, oh, I have this disease or that. But when you think about just the natural bacteria in our, in our bellies, some mm -hmm. of it's healthy bacteria, some of it's not so healthy bacteria, right? We get, we get belly aches and so yeah. on. There's, there's stuff in your gut that's not healthy. Yes. So when you put sugar, the unhealthy bugs grow. Yeah. And when you get off of sugar, you actually starve the sickness. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm using layman's terms. Sure. I'm not That's talking good as for me. doctor. We need to have your husband on if we want to talk <laughs> as doctors, right? But, you wouldn't uh, understand him. <laughs> I wouldn't understand him. But what I happens wouldn't. in the first week of um, of the sugar fast is everybody says, oh, I feel so cruddy. Why do I feel so awful? Do I have the flu? And I say, no, you have the sugar flu because you've got all of these dead and dying mm. cruddy bugs in your belly that are being starved. And so you've got a lot of toxins. So drink a lot of water. I mean, this isn't a physical focus, but physically there's a lot mm -hmm. of things going on. Yep. So let's All get related. through this so we can put our focus entirely on the one who can fix us. And that's oh fixing our goodness. eyes on Christ. So but there's a lot this. going on physically. And so I know that that's what you're asking me, like what's going on physically. So yes. if one of our listeners today is on the fence going, you know, I'm not really a sugar addict. Thanks but it probably could be a little healthier. Uh -huh. um, yeah. There's so much health benefit for us. But there again, is. the real benefit is a spiritual benefit. Absolutely. So powerful for getting straight to the heart that whatever your thing is, you're going to find um, just great, great help in finding freedom. And so, right. Wendy, I can't even tell you how much this has benefited me and been a blessing. So I'm just oh. excited to hear from others and, and hear you. more testimonials. Well, the, the, I would love to share the one verse that I, I start the book out with. I think it's like in the intro, maybe, but I keep coming back to it. And it's in the book of Matthew chapter five. And it's a very familiar one, probably for many. Um, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those things, all these other things will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. So that's what I find during this sugar fast. When we yeah. seek him first and foremost, our skin also clears up. Sure. We also sleep better. We respond yep. with more gentleness towards our kids. We make yep. it to bed to be intimate with our husbands with more energy. Mm -hmm. We're more productive during the day. Our joint pain, le our joint pain lessens. Our mm -hmm. belly aches go away. Right. Our, our eyes are seeing clearer. Our ears are hearing clearer. But we're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things oh, are added. That. So people sign up and say, I'd really love to lose 50 pounds. And I've had people send me messages saying, I've stayed sugar-free since the fast and I'm down 64 pounds oh, now. Oh my goodness. And so wow. what I keep coming back to for the people that really would like to drop some weight is seek first the kingdom of God. Yes. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things. Because we're crowding out the sugar, we're crowding out some unhealthy habits by seeking him first. And so as our as our faith increases, our wastes might decrease, our, <laughs> so our pimples might decrease, our yeah. physical ailments might decrease, mm -hmm. but we are seeking him first. Yep. Oh, that is, and that verse, I mean, really, we could just camp out on that and the, Absolutely. That, that a life verse we can all live by and um, it never lets you down. <laughs> the word of God. Oh, I love that so much. Okay. Well, um, before we wrap up, 
I want to talk a little bit more about the, the idea of a fast in general. Let's just say somebody listening doesn't understand, you know, has maybe never been on a fast, done right. a fast. Is there any fast 101 as you share in your book that we can just sure. talk about so people know what they're getting yeah. into? <laughs> in one of the early chapters, I think I actually mentioned it twice throughout the book that I was not raised in a fasting home. Mm -hmm. or a fasting church. I mean, I was raised in a Christian home in a Christian church, but um, this wasn't part of how we regularly practiced our faith. It wasn't a spiritual right. discipline that, that we focused on and cultivated. Um, so I was 18 years old at college in Boston, Massachusetts, and um, at a, at a liberal arts college. And I didn't, I hadn't found one other Christian at my school. And so my grandpa, who had friends in Campus Crusade for Christ ministry, crew mm -hmm. is what it's known as now, yep. um, reached out to a friend of his who was high up in the ministry there and said, can you connect my my granddaughter with someone locally in Boston? I know this is a long story for your yeah, question. I love it. I love but, it. Um, so I got this random call for from a woman at BU who was a campus minister there and said, hey, we'd love to invite you to um, our Bible study and our Friday night, we all meet all the campuses locally because there's so many campuses in, in um, Boston. We meet at Harvard on Friday nights. Would you join us? So I started going. And um, if you've been a part of Campus Crusade, one of their one of the main point parts of their ministry isn't just to minister to you, but to also make you a minister. And so mm -hmm. they say, yep. okay, you're grounded. Good. So start something on your local campus. And I'm yes. like, uh, yeah, they're not Christians at my school. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, um, the more I prayed about it, I felt God call me to start a Bible study in my dorm room mm -hmm. for non-Christians mm -hmm. as an 18 year old. Awesome. I put up posters right. because there wasn't like a, a college Facebook group or Instagram right. or anything. So they were like, you know, I bought poster board and Sharpies and I made posters and I'm oh like, Hey, goodness. I want to come have a Bible study specifically for non-Christians in room 808 in Fensgate dorm. Oh and goodness. people said, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. <sighs> I was raised in a, in a home, but it's not really my thing, but I'll, I'll go or oh, something like that. So and awesome. I've never heard this story. I, love I this. woke up and I said, Lord, I have no idea what I'm doing. I can't yeah. do this. You've got to be kidding me, right? Yeah. And I felt the Lord just put on my heart to fast for the day. Mm. And I'm like, well, I know that that traditionally means don't eat. <laughs> right. And I don't really, I don't really know why, yeah. but I won't eat, you know? So I drank water and I went to my classes and uh -huh. I prayed. And as I went without food, um, and I was empty on the inside. It's like God was at work on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what fasting is. We empty mm -hmm. out those fillers that are temporary yeah. and ordinary. And God, who is eternal and extraordinary, goes into those empty places and says, I'm going to talk with you here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to prepare, prepare you for what I have planned. I'm going to deal with some of the things that are your prayer requests. And we're going to have a conversation. And and he just, he communes with us. Yeah. And so now I say, we give up something temporary and ordinary in lieu of the one who is ex eternally extraordinary. Mm. And we spend time with him and it changes our lives back to the, the word that we love, radical. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just radical, you guys. So it whether is. it's not eating at all until sundown or going 40 days without sugar, I mean, yeah. it really just, it really is radical. 
Mm. Ah, so that's I love what it. fasting is. That's what fasting is. Well, my long answer. <laughs> it's a, a great answer. That's you, my husband had a very similar experience in college with Campus Crusade as well, and starting Bible studies for non Christians. So we have so much cool. to talk about there. And I love that story. And I love that in a time of need, I think God often directs us to give something up because it just draws our heart that much deeper to Him in dependency on Him. Absolutely. And that's what this sugar fast is all about. So I can't recommend it enough. And, um, and so as we wrap up, I just want to kind of circle back here. We're talking to a lot of boy moms who are, who are weary, who have, um, their hands full and ask you to maybe speak to those moms before we close and give any encouragement for things they can do personally, spiritually to help them parent these boys that God has given them. Yes, absolutely. I've got a couple of thoughts on my mind. Uh, a scripture that's one of my go-to parenting scriptures. Uh, is it Galatians 6, 9? Mm-hmm. Let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due season, we shall reap a harvest if we do not lose heart. And um, I've found that sugar makes me weary. Uh, for a moment, it gives me a quick surge of energy. Absolutely. That's just physiologically what goes on. Mm-hmm. However, we crash just like, again, we see our kids mm-hmm. come home from a party and they are all hyped up and then they crash. We crash. And so if we're going to do this marathon of motherhood, then we've got to fuel our bodies with things that are going to give us the energy that we need. So we need to eat healthy. So mm-hmm. that's a physiological truth, right? Yes, if you're going to yes. run a marathon, then you need to you need to take care of your body to do that, Right. Um, And it was never sugar's job to carry us through long days physically, Mm. emotionally, spiritually, or relationally. It's not its job, but there is a God who would say it was his job. Yes. And so he spoke so clearly to us when he spoke to his disciples and he said, come to me, ye who are are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, don't go to social media. This Mm -hmm. is my modern day translation. I like it. Don't go to Amazon prime man. You can't out there. Uh, Don't go to, um, target. Don't go to (laughs) shopping. Don't go to any of the things that you turn to, to deaden your hurts Mm -hmm. and fill your holes. Come to me and I will heal your hurts and I will make you whole. Come to me. And, um, and that will, that will radically impact our mothering when we start yes. going to him and not going to the wrong things. Because not only do we model the wrong stuff when we go to the wrong stuff, mm. but we model the right stuff when we start going to the right stuff. And it changes the ability to keep going in calmness and kindness and mm. perseverance yeah. because we're going to reap a harvest in their yes. lives and in our own if we don't lose heart. Oh, such solid truths there. Thank you. I absolutely love that. And I am going to encourage everyone to get their hands on your book, but I also want to um, share that in January, you will be going through it with everyone, right? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you remembered to bring that up. You guys, if you go to 40daysugarfast.com, again, that's 40, the number 40, 40daysugarfast.com, and that'll be here in the show notes. You'll be able to sign up for, um, you'll be able to grab the book and you'll get a whole bunch of bonuses. I have teaching Mm -hmm. videos. So if you wanted to get together with a group of your, your best mom friends or your family and watch them, it's just five short videos, six, 
maybe six videos. And then I have resources, a download called Sugar Doesn't Make a Mom Sweet. Man, don't we know it? Yep. And a holiday survival guide. And there so are good. scripture memory cards. Anyway, so you can get all that, but you can also sign up to join our next community-wide. Remember, this was what we were talking about. The thousands of people do it together in another private Facebook group on Facebook. And (laughs) um, we do that together. And it's just, it's just a great time. We, we encourage each other and we just dive deep together. It's really fun. I I was just going to add that, um, I think this is really crucial. I think that walking through this with like-minded women, especially if your family's not fully on board, you need, you need community, you need fellowship, you need, and I think being a part of a group like this makes all the difference in the world. So I really encourage you guys, what a great way to start the new year. So get the book right away. And then, um, you know, you can start a fast anytime. And like Wendy said, some people just make it a lifestyle, which I think is really wise, you know, even if it's not all all of the time, but if most of the time you can avoid sugar, you're all the better off for it. But I think that going through this book with the group in January is just really a great idea for everyone. Oh yeah. Well, I hope to see some of you guys there. That would be a lot of fun. Yes, for sure. Make sure to introduce yourself to Wendy and remind us one last time if they want to hop over and find you right now, Wendy, where can everyone find you? Uh, Facebook, Wendy Speak, or Instagram, Wendy Speak, wendyspeak.com. But really, I think the best place to to connect if this specific conversation resonated with you would be 40daysugarfast.com. Grab the book, the bonuses, sign up to fast with us in January. Hope Mm. to see you. Can't wait. Thank you, Wendy, so much for your time. God bless you and can't wait to follow along in all that you're doing. Thank you, Monica. Aloha. All right, friends. Well, again, you can find links to everything Wendy and I talked about over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I hope you'll get your hands on that book and I hope you'll share it with your friends too. Uh, I really think it could be life-changing. So again, thank you for your time today. Thank you for being a part of this community and for sharing it with your friends and leaving the ratings and reviews. I will look forward to being back with another episode next week. So have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.